Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Erin Pym. Today at the podcast, I have a very special guest. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, what what I usually do here is uh, bring guests from the Bedpost stage show that I run here in Toronto into mm-hmm. the studio to have a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. And that is very much the case today. <laughs> this is a guest whom I love. Oh. I'm touching her hand right now. Yeah, we're touching and we're, we're like rubbing thumbs and fingers. <laughs> yeah. Like that special, like this isn't just us holding hands. This is us <laughs> communicating something not spoken with words. You have done, this lovely guest has done the podcast Hi. a bunch and done yeah, the bunch. stage show yeah. a bunch. A bunch. This is Leela Ranowitz, phone sex operator, writer, and newbie, newborn podcaster. I'm like a calf. <laughs> I'm still stumbling around with afterbirth. You're a, you're a wet. <laughs> I'm totally wet. Wobbly. Wobbly. Wobbly mead. My eyes are still clouded over. <laughs> You know, that's funny because I just listened to your podcast. Where we're talking about bestiality, so that's oh my it's god, very fresh. It's all very fresh it for will, me. It'll stay with you forever. But let's save. <laughs> let's save. Maybe talking about your new podcast sure. until the second half. That's fine. First, let's. I feel like we got to mention this phone sex operator thing. <laughs> yeah, it's not. If we don't discuss it, I mean, it's just like it's it's an oversight. It's a tragic oversight. It really is. Yeah, it is. It is. You are a phone sex operator. It's 2018. <laughs> And you are a phone sex operator. I know. I feel like that needs to be brought up, that it's like it is 2018. This job exists. It's still here. Yeah. And it's not just clinging on for dear life. It's a it's a job. It's a vibrant. It's a vibrant <laughs> industry. industry? <laughs> yeah. It's a real happening, vibrant industry. Yeah, if you want to get out there and be a real career woman, you know, get on there. How long have you been doing phone sex work? <laughs> Um, off and on almost seven years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so at least for that long, it's yeah. still been, it's still hey, been I didn't going. Know, I didn't know that it was a thing you could do until like seven years ago. I was like, I needed a job. Yeah. And I, um, I watched Spike Lee's movie Girl 6, which is from the 90s and has a Prince soundtrack. And it's all about a phone sex operator. Yep. And how it ruins her life. But then I was like, that's a job for me. I want my life ruined. Yeah, but to a Prince soundtrack. <laughs> to a Prince soundtrack. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it obviously has not ruined your life. You enjoy no, it. I love it. You do it. You've yeah, been doing I mean, it a long I'm not, time. I'm not going to do it forever. Like, I'm not going to be 80 and, like, trying to pick up the phone and being like, hello. Like, you don't hey. think so? You know what? You never know at this point. Like, I mean, you know, I always say like, oh, I won't do it forever. But like, it wouldn't surprise me that much if I'm still like picking up a shift here or there when I'm yeah. like at the old folk home. Because there's probably a niche for for the older women, for a mature. There can be. Yeah, yeah there there are. There are. If you're old as shit, you're going to get a lot of calls. Yeah, because who, who, um, who calls phone sex lines? Oh, everybody. Gen- everybody. 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 Like everybody in the world. I mean, you do get your like very, very very cliched, like mouth breather, gross, fat, unlucky, like Unabomber types. Oh, no. You get everything. You get yeah. you get like um, total creeps, total mm. losers and weirdos. And then you get uh, lots of people who are just like, 
They have bizarre things that they can't share with anybody else. And a lot of it's not that bizarre. It's just like I like things in my butt. Okay. And yeah, I can't right. tell my wife because she'll leave me because she'll think I'm gay. That's, that's a really, that's, sad, that's really, really, and it's like. That's prevalent. And what I always say is, have you told her? Yeah. Like, have you even tried to broach the yeah, topic? Give her a chance. Yeah, I was like, when you're drunk, have you ever just been like, hey? And, hey, what and, would you and, think? And they if always I... say no. And I'm always like, did you even try? No. And it's like, well, then you just made this assumption for 20 years that she would never accept the real you. But and maybe you... she would love to do that for maybe you. She... I'm like, here's the thing. And you don't got to be on the phone with me talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about it. <laughs> And so, and people call me, and they're like, "I'm in a closet, and I can't talk loud." And oh, it's like, wow. "Yeah, people call from basements, L- from closets. literal inside, yeah. literal closets." Yeah, yeah, and they're like, "Will you stick something in my butt? I'm on my lunch break." <laughs> yeah, like, like. That will you tell all me? Will you weave a narrative for yes. me yes. Uh, about you sticking something in yeah, my butt? I get tons of messages where like guys will go, "I can't talk, but I'm going to call you, and I just want you to yell at me or something, or I just want you to talk to me." And I hate those calls because mm. you don't know if they're having a good time. You don't even really know if they're still there. Like it's just nothing. And like to talk dirty to the void. To nothing. To the like, void. To the void. Like ooh yeah. Like it just. I hate it. I hate it. Like I run out of steam so fast, and I just get angry and end up going. Are you still there? Do you even like this? Are you even jerking off? Why are you such a pansy? You know, like I just get mad about it. It's better it's, when you, when you've got the conversation. Yeah, going because I don't know forth. what you like. I'm not a mind reader. Yeah. Nobody is. I've never met you. <laughs> and I've probably never talked to you before. No, I don't know you. I don't know where you are. I, I'm assuming you're horny, but that gives me nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you like. I don't know if I'm going to do something that suddenly you're like, oh, no, I'm not into that at all. Yeah. Or like, can you do this? It's like, but I, that, that said, you do have regulars. You I have do tons have people of that, yeah, yeah. I have tons of regulars. I have, <laughs> my regulars are always, they're always special people. Um, <laughs> they're. <laughs> I have one regular who is a guy who, this is the funniest story, he uh, used to, in college, he had a tennis scholarship. Wow. So he was supposed to be like Andre Agassi, didn't happen. Um, So he had a tennis scholarship and he was living on the dorm of some you know, uh, university where they have like the the sports scholarship okay. people all in one dorm, which sounds like the beginning of like a really long gay porno. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of is. It's like it's like all the jocks on the floor. They're like getting to know each other. And there was this hockey player who him they became friends. Okay, um, and then uh, <laughs> the tennis guy started sucking the hockey player's dick. Obviously, four times a week for four years straight. Wow. Four and, times a week? Yeah. That's a that's yeah. a full time job. It's a training. It's a, like a training <laughs> session. Like he got more he learned more about dick sucking than he ever learned about like tennis or whatever the fuck he was studying. <laughs> Sounds like it, yeah. yeah. So he sucked this guy's dick and the guy was mean. Like he was really mean. Like he'd be like, Get in here. And then like like they didn't have conversations. Yeah. Like the guy was just like really mean and he loved it. And since then, he has not sucked a dick. He has been with women. He's in his forties, and he's but those just like, four years. Those four years, he did nothing but an indelible mark on him. And he is like, he won't stop talking about it. He won't stop jerking off about it. He's like, what should I do? So I, I would talk to him on the regular, David. And then he's from Miami, and he's like a really smart, like fun guy, um, and can be made fun of a lot which is essential for this sort of situation because mm-hmm. if he was taking it way too seriously, it would be like, come on, mm-hmm. come on, you sucked a hockey player. And then the guy went on to become 
a famous NHL player. Nice. <laughs> hey, you did him a service. I did. I did. I did. You, <laughs> you, Serious you this game. And then the guy got like kicked out of the NHL for some nefarious reason. I'm not sure what. Dick sucking. Dick sucking. <laughs> And yeah, so lewd he's like, behavior he for sure. Yeah, something awful, something sure. awful, like something, something like just sheer shame. And he's probably like in some like industrial town drinking himself to death. Yeah, like and just in like sitting there and like being like, I remember when that guy used to suck my dick. Um, and his <laughs> at least days. he has those memories. At least he has that. So David wouldn't stop talking about it. And yeah. then he, I'm like, well, why don't you go out and suck another dick? Yeah, I'm like get 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 on it, get yeah. on it. You're not getting younger, David. Yeah, and it's something that you're thinking about on pretty consistent basis yeah, all the so, time all so the time. yeah don't just talk, talk, tell me about it yeah get out there <laughs> and he was like well how do I go about this and I was like well there's several ways and I I mean I, I didn't like you know I didn't want to just throw him out into the wilderness oh, and yeah. like go to the gay bathhouse or like I mean it's Miami you're gonna find someone who needs their dick sucked yeah. in Miami I mean Florida's like degenerate city so it's like it's a degenerate <laughs> state it's shaped like a dick and you will find someone who's just walking down the street who's like sure come here yeah if you ask enough people come back to my house um, and then out of no, so I, so he put the feelers out amongst his friends Oh, yeah. and, uh, and one of his friends, <laughs> whose name was Maite, who's this like eternal Cuban party girl who's like burned out from partying. She's like well into her forties. <laughs> she knows this like gay couple and they're looking for, they were looking for like a third party Fucking to great. suck someone's dick. One of their dicks. Yeah. Because the guy apparently has a dick and it. it's like the same dick size as like a, like Comcast cable. Like re- remote, they sent him a picture as proof. Like it's really real. It's really this big. It's like you can tell it's big just from staring at it because yeah. it's it's like fucking knocking your knees, buddy. But yeah, you can see the proportions. So now, so he started going, and he would call me beforehand. He'd be like, "I'm really nervous," and I'm like, "Oh, just put your blush on and get in there." You <laughs> get know? in there, champ. Yeah, so he went, and first he started sucking both of them off, mm-hmm. but he was really into the really big dick guy, obviously, because yeah. it reminded him. And the guy was, like, more aggressive and, like, more hockey player-esque. Okay, scout. so, yeah. So the other one was just kind of, like, a supporting player. And then that guy just mysteriously disappeared. I guess they had, like, a little couple powwow and was like, well, you can just get your dick sucked by this yeah, guy. Yeah, you seem to be way more into yeah, it. Yeah, I'm just He there. seems to be digging you it's, more. It's hot, but, like, hey, I, I could need go to... out and do something else. Yeah, you know, while I you're... could be getting groceries. Yeah, I could yeah. go get a fucking mani petty. I don't know what they do, but yeah. um so now he's been sucking this guy's dick three times a week for six months. <laughs> I love how he it's like a very regimented It's so regimented. He like he likes there's, pattern. There's he, almost no communication. It's like same same I'm available setup. three PM. Okay, I'll be there. Yeah. He shows up, he's like within minutes, he's sucking his dick. Yeah. And then and then as soon as the guy blows his load, he's out. Bye. Yeah. No, thank you. No, nothing. He yeah. said the guy is so like and he says he now he, he like shit talks a little bit, but like not much. Like he'll be like, You like that, faggot? Like yeah. he'll he'll say that and then and then he can't really respond, but I think <laughs> he, it was like he's mm-hmm. occupied, yeah. Yeah. But he does this one really funny thing where he says he'll he'll say, uh when he wants his balls sucked, he just goes, Balls <laughs> He just goes, Balls <laughs> Like not even suck my balls. Yeah. Just balls. 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 You know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Just balls. Go, balls. Yeah, and then he blows his load and he gets out of there. And I'm like, I'm like, I bet this guy is just like 
in love with you. Like I bet he like lays it at, um, in his bed at night and like closes his eyes and imagines like like running down the beach with you Aww. holding your hand, even though you guys don't talk, you know nothing about each other. Yeah, like, there could be this whole amorous, you know, fantasy that's what I think. happening. And David does not give a fuck. He, like, yeah, he, he just, likes this dynamic. He clearly, likes it. he loves he did it. it for like four years he with did this it for other four years. Yeah, and he's doing it now. This seems to be like his thing. But they they kind of like this little sort of switch in dynamic happened because he said that the guy who whose dick he sucked the Comcast cable dick, <laughs> said am I really though like only the second dick you've ever sucked in your life and he's mm-hmm. like yeah and he's like well what did what was the other dick like I guess you got a little curious mm-hmm. got a little possessive uh-huh. of his <laughs> strange man the dick sucks I, I mean yeah I've only sucked one other dick but I've sucked it like it was, five it was like a master's thousand degree. times was, he got that <laughs> along with his bachelor's degree. So when he finished school, he finished with two degrees. The other one was not put on a certificate because it did not need to be, and his dad didn't need to know that. But he got two bachelors in the span of those four years. He worked his ass off. <laughs> yeah, it sounds he like He worked it. his knees to the bone, you know? Like, yeah. he, he really worked hard. Um <laughs> Yeah, and he said. He said, and he told him the truth. He said the Comcast cable guy was like, "So just one other dick it can, couldn't have been bigger than mine." And he goes, "Well, actually." Oh. And he says, since then, the Comcast cable guy has yeah. been like, like shit talking him a lot more. Like, you like that, don't you? Like, because he's, you know, it helps little, the dynamic. This humiliating ego. kind yeah, of a yeah, dynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Humiliation's yeah. so huge. Like all day long, I just deal with humiliation. Like yeah. men and humiliation, it's it's a big deal. Yeah, because I think you know men have to like humiliation's a big deal. Yeah. For what a do guy. what do you think? What do you think is behind that? Oh, I for guys, I thought all about it. Yeah, I'm sure you have. Yeah, I think that in every. If you want to get like socio political about it, which yeah. I think you know everything has like roots, is like in every like if you look at the most patriarchal societies in the world, um, they're based on shame. So like Middle Eastern societies, Asian societies, a lot of it is about honor, dishonor, mm-hmm. regaining your honor, and a lot of it has to do with men, mm-hmm. right? And it's like that's why they run the because they run the society. Yeah, yeah. So it's about like. You know, your wife can't shame you. Your family can't shame you. If you're shame, if you're shamed or, or dishonored, you right. have to take it back. Yeah, that is very ingrained in their society. Big yeah. time, yes. uh, to the point of violence and, yeah. at times. You know, or like you have to kill yourself, yes. like seppuku. Fall like it's on like, your sword. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you have to uh, accept that you have defeated your family name. You have shamed it. Like your name is your honor, and like mm-hmm. men carry the name, right? Yes. So yeah, it's they like pass it if on. it's if it's dishonored in some way by by bad reputation or by you know, bad deeds. It's That's a, it. Then it's it's like you have to kill somebody. Like it's it's a blood war. Mm-hmm. And of course, in this society, it's. I mean, every society is patriarchal in the yeah. world. But because Western society is more equaled out, we don't have that <laughs> fall on your sword. And because times have changed, <laughs> um, you know. But like honor killings still exist mm-hmm. in the world, unfortunately. Uh, honor beatings. So I think that like it's always there. It's always that. I mean. You know, so in like, that way, it's taboo. It's taboo for men to like admit that they feel vulnerable. Yes, I mean, sex is the most vulnerable thing you can do with another person. You're revealing yeah. yourself. Yeah, you're revealing all of yourself. That's why people will like go through marriages and and they don't reveal their real sexual desires to their partner and they go out and get it someplace else. Yeah, you know because they're just so afraid of. It's like you you took this woman as your wife 
and you know wanted to be i mean marriages are all different right and people marry for all kinds of fucked up stupid reasons but it's like ostensibly it was like you're with this person for your entire life you have children with them you should know them on the most intimate level but yet you can't share with them that you have this sexual predilection because then it's like you're giving that person ammo right yeah it's like you're giving them you know, I mean, it's like, it's reason. like, yeah. And it's like, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it happens to women too. Like when you have a breakup, you're like, oh my God, that person knows everything about me. And yeah, if they're a shit they have head, my pictures. <gasps> don't you show anybody. <laughs> you delete those. They never do. Do you think your, your <laughs> phone sex business and mm-hmm. like this industry is. Uh, Run on shame. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it, does it depend on, on that? You think? Totally. Because totally. they can't talk to people they know they about it. They talk to people they know and they. When you hold in something for so long, it yeah. just grows. Yeah. It just grows it's until it bursts obsession. out. Of you. It's an yeah. obsession. I mean, if you just like deal with it, if you just like like people who go to dungeons and yeah. like get the shit beat out of them and get pegged and like do all this nasty, crazy shit. They are valuable members of society. They, they are. Can, they can do. They yeah. are. They get it out of their system and then they go and on they with go their about day. their day. They really they literally do. Yeah. I worked in dungeons before and it's yeah. like they go in, they get humiliated like you wouldn't believe they get peed on. Yeah. And then they are like, all right, take see you next shower. week. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. and they're like, I'm a firefighter. I'm a cop. It's yeah. like it's like they get their whatever. And, you know, and men do a lot of jobs. Like I talk to a lot of guys who are like firefighters, cops doctors like it's not just the scum of the earth that call phone sex lines it's like it's just people who need connection it's them too but it's also yeah they're a big part of it yeah i I love them just as much but it's like it's people who like do very intense jobs Mm -hmm. and are just expected to take it Mm -hmm. like they're just expected to put up with the shit Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're just expected to like I talked to a guy who was a first responder at the oh, uh, Las Vegas shooting. The worst job. Yeah. 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 And he didn't talk about it. And I didn't press because I'm like, if you've if you've done something like that, I mean, you don't want to talk about it yeah. unless unless you want to talk about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I talked to him fairly frequently um, and he's like he's like six, six. He's a firefighter. He's a big, tough guy. Mm-hmm. But it's like he's like we all need a release valve. And mm-hmm. he's like a lot of guys I work with. They're they're alcoholics. You know, they take it out on their family. Yeah. Not necessarily beating them, but like, you know, being emotionally abusive, emotionally, you know, picking on them, that sort of thing. So it's like, because it's not super popular for men to like go to therapy no. and cry. Yeah, that's taboo. Like yeah. women go to therapy. Yeah. Women can At the cry. drop of a hat, we're like, it's yeah, part of therapy. our wellness. Yeah. It's part and of our wellness. I feel yeah. like any man that I know who's ever like gone to therapy has done, has like admitted it in sort of a shameful way. It's not just kind of like, I go to therapy. Yeah. And it's like, but why does it matter? It's it's there for everybody. Mm-hmm. You have a brain, you have a life, you have. But but it's, it's just all that toxic masculinity that's just seeped into everything. They're not allowed all, to all really culture. like talk about it, and they're not allowed to sort of like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's like you're not allowed. To, and I feel like yeah, men have to be the strong ones during situations. They can't just like lose their shit mm-hmm. unless it's like really really messed up situation. Like it's like you know your kid got killed in a shooting or something like and that. Obviously. Then you can cry. Mm-hmm. Th- like, then and only then. Then and only then. Well, yeah. your yeah. kid was butchered, so we'll give you this one. Yeah. But it's like, you know, men don't talk about... That's a huge burden to have to carry. Yeah. <clears throat> and like To and not like, be able to express yourself a lot emotionally of, on a regular a basis. A lot of what I've realized is that, like, men don't, like, they don't get to really express, like, their heartache. Mm. You know, like, I've talked to so many men who it's like they don't, you know, their wives left them or cheated on them or they, you know, their wives, like, did really shitty things to them or were abusive in some fashion or form. And it's like they had to just kind of go, well, fuck that bitch and move on. Mm -hmm. And they didn't really get to express the like the extreme sorrow of grief. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Like the real grieving on your knees, crying, 
heartbreak yeah betrayal Mm. like the worst the worst thing a person can go through is betrayal because it's like they put their trust into somebody and their belief and that person proved to be a fraud you know and that makes you question not only them but yourself Mm -hmm. you know like how did i get duped by this person how did i get you know so men don't get to express that the way women get to like we get to cry our eyes out and with her friends or whatever and be be a mess in the shower (laughs) lots of shower crying (laughs) and lots of just being a fucking mess and like you know eating too much and drinking wine and (laughs) if a man like drinks too much after a breakup it's like people look at him like oh buddy like they don't really just go it's an it's a symptom of extreme grieving you know, like mm-hmm. it's it's like it's you're just supposed it, to kind of look from a different lens. It is, it is. Yeah. It's like it's like we get our hearts broken, and we're allowed to take in all of the emotion that happens. And men get their hearts broken. And it's just as severe, and it's just as shitty. And women can be very vicious and very nasty in relationships. Sure, you know, and they yeah, can. Hurt everyone men. can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can like, all be hurt deeply, deeply. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, and and it's like you know, divorce hurts both parties. It's not you know, but men are just expected to kind of go, "I'm bummed." And, and move sort on. of like sit and like maybe listen to some Johnny Cash <laughs> for like a little while. But like they're not allowed to just lose their minds yes. with grief and sadness. Yeah. So it's like that just where does that go? Where does that get stuffed down to? And yeah. and and that's humiliating. Like for men, when women leave them, they're humiliated. Yes, right. That they're taps hum- into that shame humiliated. thing again. And if they're hu- and if they're left by a woman who then, you know, gets pregnant by another man. Oof. Doubly so. Yeah. It's horrifying. That said, you like so the, the, these guys tell you a oh, lot about me. their lives. Yeah, they tell me all about their yeah. lives. Yeah, and yeah. are you just are you just you? Um, I mean, a different name you're using, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the way I look at it, it's kind of a complicated situation between myself and the characters. I'm always a character. I never give my real name. I never give the city that I live in. Yeah. I always say I'm in Montreal. I okay. never give my real age because. I'm always like 22 or something like that because mm-hmm. they're always like, ooh. Yeah. Even though I'm a like, student. Yeah. Always, yeah, I'm always a student. I'm yeah. learning. Yeah, yeah. Stripping my way through school. Yeah. You know, something stupid like that. I'm sometimes, sometimes I'll MILF it because people, oh, yeah? people yeah. love MILF. Because they ask for it. Yeah. Or people love them some MILFs. And sometimes they're relieved <laughs> because I think that every like girl that they talk to pretends to be younger. Mm. And they're sometimes like, I would prefer to talk to somebody to who's, a woman <laughs> who like has a life and a job and like, mm. you know, has like, experience behind her so um yeah i mean when you're talking to me you're talking to a lot of me like my preferences of movies or books or or thoughts and ideas on things you know but when i tell my story like my backstory it's completely made up yeah like it's it's there's parts of me woven in just for authenticity and because i i can't just lie oh right yeah, when I mean, you ha- when I, you haven't had the experience yeah, of whatever so, like, it is you're lying about, there, but like my family life is always radically different from my mm. real family life. Like I'll always have siblings. I'm an only child, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I'll have grown up in you know uh, some other place. I'll have a completely different type of family. Mm-hmm. I have a different name. I have different dynamics. So it really depends. Like I, I'm a million different characters. Mm-hmm. Like I have three different profiles on so the do, site. Do you have it? Yeah. Do you have it organized? Yeah. So say you get an, a regular calling you. Yeah. They and they're calling call a, specific a specific character. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's like I have three different profiles. I have Carmen, mm-hmm. Venus. Who's Carmen? Carmen's the dominatrix. Nice. So she gets. So when I get a Carmen call, I'm just immediately like a bitch. Yeah. But um, which is great because it's it's actually like it's a feminization line. So it's all guys who want to dress up like women, mm-hmm. but they don't they don't have like gender issues. They want to look like a 
big man dressed as like a slutty woman like they love the humiliation they want to wear like tutus and yeah. they have like beards with sparkles in them yeah. and like they want to be just like outright just completely humiliated mm-hmm. like it has nothing it. to do with like drag or like oh, drag no. queens no there's this no, is like there's no style this to is it. forced feminization yeah and yeah. then and they want to be like uh, treated as like disgusting as possible like yeah. they want to be just like reamed in every way right. and like People will call me from glory holes mm-hmm. and sometimes I'll have to pep talk people to go into glory holes. Like they're like, I'm outside the glory hole and I want to go in. And I, and he's like, but I'm scared. And then I'm always like, listen, think about the rest of your life. Do you really want to look back and, and go, not have done this? And, and, and said, and, and don't you want to look back at yourself and go, I was not a coward ever. Like I always took the fucking initiative and I just went for it I'm not scared of nothing I'm like what kind of person do you want to be don't you have principles <laughs> like don't you have don't you want to be have an honorable life have you ever done anything honorable in your life and then they're like alright I'm going <laughs> they just need that Carmen pep talk you know they do, they do and then there's Venus okay who's Venus Venus is just uh, um, she is a uh, she's a stripper mm-hmm. she's a student stripper mm-hmm. who um you know, they're all nymphos. They're all like, I just yeah. love it. I just love it. And then when you actually talk to me, you might get like a real conversation. Or sometimes you just get guys calling me like, are you a dirty bitch? And I'm like, oh, I sure am. <laughs> I guess. Yep. yep. I, when's the last time you got laid? I'm like, an hour ago. <laughs> like, you know, like just total horseshit. Constant, total yeah. horseshit. Um, <laughs> and then when people, and I always say Venus is my real name. My parents are botanists and they met <laughs> at a at a Venus flytrap farm in South Carolina and um i love that story it's great <laughs> and people are always like really and i'm like yeah i have yeah, a sister named willow <laughs> like the tree like the- and then the other one is andy and andy is like closest to me andy is usually like closer to my age mm. and she's just that's just like closer to my personality yeah. but she's kind of schizophrenic i like i i let <laughs> i let i let that character kind of just be Someone wrote a review on my on my page, <laughs> and I guess we had had a bad conversation because oh, no. he wrote a fucking nightmare. That's all he wrote, <laughs> <laughs> which I was a little proud of. That's the only bad review she's ever gotten, and just a fucking nightmare. <laughs> One star. And I was like, I, I forget who that guy was, but I probably could he not give you zero stars. He had to give one. Yeah, or I he, think that that. Or did he volunteer to give he one? He volunteered. He volunteered because you don't have to. Like <laughs> he could have given zero stars. He could, maybe. I don't really know. Who knows? I usually get pretty good reviews. Maybe um, he liked the nightmare a little bit. Like one star's worth. You never know. I mean, <laughs> I mean if, if we didn't work out, it's for a good reason. You know, it wasn't meant to be. I'm going to guess, I bet that guy was probably like a like into kids or something like that. And I probably oh, told and him you're off. probably like, no. Yeah. And then he's like, you're fucking bitch. And I'm like, and you're like, good night. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> what, else, what else do you want from me? Yeah, it's like, go ahead. Try to yeah, call me any name in the book. Go write her. You I know think what? we know Log which on. one of us is the worst of the two. <laughs> yeah, okay? I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Throw your ninja stars all you want. I just, I just move. Fucking nightmare. Yeah. You'll Fucking just nightmare. Dodge those. I was like, I was like, and then I looked up how long we spoke for, and it was five minutes. And I'm like, how okay. much of a nightmare is so, that? <laughs> yeah, a five minute long nightmare. It's not that bad. Still no. gets one star. Um, I don't think I can go on too much longer without sure, sure, talking sure. about our sponsors. So oh. I'm gonna do that really quickly. Do it. Um, have you been to Oasis? Aqua I Lounge. Haven't yet. Really? Oh, damn. I know. I- I know. They I know. should go. I know. I just know. to even swim and just like look around swim and naked. see that. Yes, definitely swim naked. Oh, oh yeah. my god. 
because Oasis Aqualunch is a sex club that's here in Toronto. It's located at 231 Mutual Street. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a, uh, an inclusive event, so it's like it's all, all, all genders, yeah. all sexual orientations. It's like shame-free, yeah. judgment-free when it comes Loving to like it. pleasure and play. Yeah, it's uh, like and my main thing that I go there for is just because it's like a sex-positive kind of a sure. space and like hub. Yeah. For for yeah. you know yeah. like entertainers and educators and totally because I mean it's nice that there's kind of like a Plato's retreat '70s style thing happening <laughs> yeah. in the modern age but like without um, but cleaner yeah like a lot yeah and yes. a lot more you know and the, yeah and yeah yeah stuff. not quite as like seedy yeah yeah and it's not it's a it's lovely space seedy. it's I've in been this told it's like gorgeous it is and yeah. it's in this mansion and it has like so many it's different amazing. themed kind of spaces there's like a shag and wagon a '60s shag and I wagon. Where it's the back of like a VW bus. <laughs> but I mean, they have normal stuff too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got, just, just, just regular rooms as well. But yeah. they've got some cool themed ones. Um, and if you want to find out more about Oasis Aqua Lounge, uh, go to oasisaqualounge.com. I do have to go at some point yes. because I've been invited we should go. before and I'm like, I'm always like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another sponsor is comeasyouare.com. Oh, yeah. Um they're amazing Toronto-based sex shop yes. that is now located just online. They're, they're amazing. They're, they're trans-owned, trans-operated. Yep. They love to just help everyone with any information and products name. and they got a great name. It's come, a great name. Come as you are. Yeah, and um, Nirvana. They're so Yeah, right. Nice yeah. Work, yeah. Nice job. <laughs> I never even thought of that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and uh, their whole deal is that they're feminists, they're anti-capitalist, yeah. um, and but they, they have great stuff. And they have amazing products have amazing and stuff. such a range too. Yeah. Like if you go on this website, you will find something you want to buy. And for sure, it's I can. It's kind of a wonderland. It is it's totally like a Candyland for adults. Because you is. go in and there's like there's like a very cool products there's very i bought someone a glass dildo from there oh fancy and, um, yeah and it's gorgeous it was gorgeous it was like they were like i'm just gonna i want to put this on my coffee table and i'm like go for it you can do that too yeah you, can do that as long yeah. As you, you know sanitize it beforehand yeah, yeah. Be, give it a little rinse don't, don't let be nasty but like <laughs> be nasty with it or do be nasty um uh, i have a coupon code for this website which is great it's bedpost which is b-e-d-p-o-s-t uh when you check out at comesyora.com and you will get 15 percent off which is fantastic yes um, um, one last sponsor is Unicorn Collaborators. I don't know what that is. Do you know what they are? Okay. No, but I like um, unicorns a whole lot. Right. Um, they actually made this lovely uh, double cuff oh! bracelet that I have on. I was admiring um, that. Unicorn Collaborators is a uh, fantastic uh, Toronto-based leather company, and they have been Ooh, making leather. lovely uh, kind of jewelry slash BDSM kink oh, that's incredible. Uh, products. Yeah, and uh, they have some amazing cool designs. Uh, multi-purpose they've been doing it for about five years here in Toronto um, oh they make a bunch of different sizes they're a body positive brand uh, it's going to be either super adjustable or the product's going to come in like a wide range of sizes um, so and whatever whatever, whatever, whatever your body at body beautiful <laughs> <laughs> You can have that one for free. Um, So if you are interested in their products, you can DM them for inquiries. They're at unicorncollaborators at gmail.com. Or you can follow them on Instagram. They're on Twitter. They're on Facebook as well. All under Unicorn Collaborators. I love You like? I love that. I love that. That's incredible. This is fantastic. That they, is fantastic. And they do it, you know, in black leather and they've got like gunmetal And that's silver. usable. Like you, you would you know, like some handcuff stuff is like, haha, 
Like I wouldn't like I'll just you know this looks funny, but it's I'm not gonna like use it for serious business. You can use this. <laughs> you can use that you can for use serious this. business. And the yeah. different types of leathers they have also are like stronger. This is one of the softer oh, awesome. ones, but they have ones and that are more stiff ooh. that are even more intended for like play. Getting down. Getting down. Dirty. Getting serious with your play. Leah, yeah. you have a podcast. I do. I do. Tell us a bit a little bit about the podcast. Okay. So I was blogging for a while. Yes. But nobody reads. Nobody <laughs> reads blogs. And, yeah, nobody reads anymore. I do. I do. Yes. I love reading blogs. I, lo- I love to read yeah. online. Like on, I'll read articles all damn day and I yeah. read books and I read magazines and I do that stuff. But the world. Most people don't anymore. Most people don't. Um, most people <laughs> like a good skim. Yeah. So um, I can never really get like very much traction with it. And I mean, I love to write. And then my my good friend, who's a mutual friend of ours, mm-hmm. Alex Giorgi. Yes, he's lovely. He's a lovely person. Yes, he's he is. my best friend. And he is also mm. my um, collaborator, like mm-hmm. we production collaborator. You're a unicorn collaborator? Yes. <laughs> We're double pronged. <laughs> We're double pronged. Um, and then, uh, or I'm like a wild pony and he's like trying, trying to, to rein you in. Yeah. Get over here. <laughs> Um, so he suggested a podcast mm-hmm. and I for a long time was like, no, and I don't know why I resisted for so long. I guess I just was so determined to write. And then it just never dawned on me because I'm an idiot that it was like, no, you, you can, can write what, something and you read, what, read you've what you've written. Right. Okay. <laughs> you can just read what you write. And it's so perfect for your perfect. phone sex podcast because we get to hear your voice. Yes. And that is the whole thing with calling yes. the phone sex operator. Yes. You're talking to the person hearing their voice. And it's I, perfect. I also feature real calls. Yes. I oh, them. I was going to ask them. Okay. <laughs> Are those real? Yes. They're real. They're real. They're real calls. They're real calls. They're real. The Enema one. <laughs> I can't. That was That's a reenactment. Real... Okay. That was a reenactment. Okay. I was going to say, I'm one, like, that, that happened a long time ago. Yeah. 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 And okay, so, so my, what I'm doing is that I record a lot of real calls. <laughs> yeah. And then I um, I will reenact some that were just too long or it happened a long ass time ago. So I've started to recruit all my like male friends ever. Yeah. I asked my friend, I was like, will you do the voice of a pedophile? And he was like, okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, the enema one was a guy oh, who called so me funny. on um, Easter and he had been up all night doing crystal math. As one does. Yeah. That's the first thing he said to me was he's like, I've been up all night. Doing crystal meth, and I was You're like, like, "Strap in!" Yeah, I'm like, Let's. I'm, "I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for this." Listen, bitch, I'm gonna ride this thing till the wheels fall off. I'm gonna hold on till it's on its last legs, and then I'm gonna snap the legs off and turn them into wings. Like, I will not let this one die. I'm like, "You go, bitch!" And then he was giving himself an enema in his kitchen mm-hmm. with, um, like, not just a, a normal enema, <laughs> no, 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 definitely abnormal. He was just like grabbing everything he could in his kitchen. He had milk and like peanut butter, and um, <laughs> it's so disgusting. It's so great, and just and just enemaing all over, like yeah, bananas, throwing. didn't he? Yeah, bana- I think there or- were bananas. He, was, I remember it was like a smoothie. It was very it was smoothie like. It yeah. was a lot of there was milk, there was peanut butter, <laughs> and then there was he was mumbling and I I don't know what else he put in his butt. Like he put I think he put chocolate. I don't know what he put in his butt, but then he was like the mystery ingredient will not be known. And then he was just rocket fueling it onto his linoleum floor and yelling while he was doing it. Like he <laughs> was like, "Yeah!" And I was like, "Yeah!" on the other end. And then um you go, girl. Yeah, you go, girl. You get down with your bad yeah. self. So that one had to be. And then and then out of nowhere, after doing this for like 20 minutes straight, 
there's a pause and he went this is really fucking gross and then he hung up <laughs> and i think that's when he got sober or he killed himself i think he got oh, sober no, i hope not i think that's when the moment he like was like where's the, where's the nearest na like where's the nearest <laughs> yeah. like like rehab Somebody center help me. Yeah. someone help me someone help me because when they talk about like bottoming out like, mm, like on like, drugs yeah that's like that when, that was it that was probably bottom. it you hit bottom <laughs> <laughs> and he had a dog too Oh no! He had a dog, he was like, and I was like, "What dog do you have?" And he was like, "A golden retriever named Katie." And I was Katie? like, "Katie, Katie, a golden retriever. This degenerate meth addict has had, this lovely dog. Has this beautiful family dog, <laughs> and it's like with probably like beautiful like eyes and like one of those special faces. And it's like, I hope she runs away or yeah. like someone steals her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I hope the dog's all right. I hope Katie's doing like, okay. When he said he had a dog, I expected some like beat up." Bowl that he sure, like, yeah. you know, one in a Rottweiler. Yeah, yeah. that's got like like ska- like tattoos and <laughs> tattoos. The dog has tattoos. Yeah, the yeah, dog yeah, has yeah. Tattoos yeah. And, like, <laughs> like, scabs and like smokes. Oh, and it's and it's actually like this beautiful like like probably lovely smelling dog. Oh, and it's just got so yeah. So that I had to reenact, and I had to get um, Alex's friend Trevor. I was who's an actor. I'm like. Uh, like what if we use his voice and Alex was like I don't know if he's gonna do it like maybe you should you know not tell him like tell him it's a drug like emphasize it's a drug addict you know like and and not what he's doing right and I was like I don't oh, he care. has to be Just aware tell him and like he's gonna be reading it but Alex was like he wanted to be very sort of sneaky with it in order to get it out of him but then also like you know like get him to do it so we had to I had to call him he was upstairs I was ba- I was I was um taking care of this so house. it sa- could sound like a phone call yeah <laughs> and and we just like gave him the script and then we're like all right i'll call you in a minute and like yeah. didn't really tell him what was so going it was a cold on. read essentially it was a cold read <laughs> because alex insisted and i'm like he's gonna read it like yeah. he's gonna read it out loud i don't know what this like subterfuge is yeah so yeah i called him and then he just did it and was like that's great and i was like can i use your name and he's like yep Great. And, and Alex had been all like, he probably won't use his name. Yeah. He probably will not like this. And I was like, give people Alex, a chance. Alex, give people a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he's an actor. He's going to love he's, playing a meth he's addict. He's going to love it. Yeah. yeah. And like, I actually, I love how Alex is kind of in the podcast a little bit yeah, sometimes. Yeah, a little bit. He where talks you to guys me. just yeah. t- back and forth. Yeah, we'll, we talk a bit. Yeah. We talk a bit where he just like asks me questions and stuff. Because yeah. he doesn't like to be on it a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. He's more like, um, behind the scenes guy yeah i'm like the big loudmouth of the whole <laughs> of the whole thing and but sometimes there are real snippets from the phone oh, calls there's lots yeah of them. yeah there's lots of them oh like, my god oh, there's lots of them i mean sometimes i just can't like i know something good is gonna happen and you're so like I'm click like, record yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> i gotta I record this it. i gotta record this or it's like messages people leave me i gotta record that and you right. can hear the like robo pimp lady who's like you have received a call from and then, like, just insane, insane stuff. Insanity. There's yeah. one guy, one of my all-time favorites, and you can hear this on the, um, I think it's on the Easter one. Mm-hmm. And it was a guy, and he he called himself Mr. Big Dick. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, I whenever someone I'm talking to and they call them, they give them, they are like Mr. Something. I'm like, you are gonna be stupid and difficult to talk to, but this is also gonna be really funny. And I'm like, record. Is that your is that your name? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, it's an unusual <laughs> Christian name. Um, Big dick. But 
Yeah, big dick. <laughs> it's, it's Dutch. Mr. and Mrs. Big yeah, Dutch. It's, it's, it's actually Big Duke. And, uh, <laughs> the Anglo version. Yeah. 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 yeah dick. Yeah. yeah. It's like, my grandfather was a barrister. Um, you know, like, like our, we're a respected family. Yes. Um, but he was like Mr. Big Dick. I get a lot of accents. Yeah. Because, yeah, you get calls from like. Yeah, people all over. can be calling yeah. from wherever, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's accents from all. And there's accents all over that damn US. Like, yeah. all kinds of fucking. What? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. One guy called me and he was like, he was calling from France. Mm hmm. You're in sure, France. There sure. has to be phone sex lines in France. Yeah. Can you just find a whore? Like, come on, it's France. Like, hello. <laughs> but he called, and I could not understand his fucking accent. I'm like, what, what is are your you accent? saying? And he was like, his parents were American, but he was like born in Brazil, and then he grew up in India. And now and he's in France. <laughs> so he had one of those like indecipherable, mosh, mishy mashy, like there, it belonged to no nation. It what do you do just, at that point? I do you just start talking? I talk. <laughs> I mean, I say what until it, until it's until not, you cannot. Until I can't say what again. Until my what's have run out. Yeah. My pardons and what's and what did you just say yeah. run out? Or I try to like listen to what they're saying. And I'm like, did you say suck my dick? <laughs> You know, like, yeah. and sometimes it's like, no, not at all. That's not what I asked for. I asked for your name. And it's like, oh, I usually just moan. Yeah, great. And just yeah, like yeah, yeah. talk a lot, like just talk dirty until they hang up. Great. Like, and then I, because it, it reaches a point where it's like, this is not going to go. It's anymore. not a conversation anymore. Yeah. It's no, just... like, like, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, you know, I have like, no it was idea. this weird, like, Hans and Franz. Like, <laughs> like it was just like like it just was like i couldn't understand a word he was saying and i'll get calls too from people who are speaking english allegedly <laughs> and they just are so mumbly yeah and so is it because they're in the closet they're hiding in the closet they're just they're they live their lives in the closet like they just are they just are really they're just just garbled just generally garbled hey baby and it's like, what are you saying? <laughs> but Mr. Big Dick, I was like, I was like, is that your nickname? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, did you give it to yourself? And he goes, yeah, but, uh, uh, you know, a lot girls always say that when they say my dick. And I'm like, no woman calls you Mr. Big Dick. Like, <laughs> yeah. you've, you've given yourself that name. You've offered that. Yeah. And then they've agreed or disagreed. And then, and then he's, <laughs> he's talking about putting things in his ass. And he's like... He said he hadn't, and then he was like, well, I put a Sharpie in my ass one time. And I was like... <laughs> That's dangerous. I have to ask you something. Did you use the Sharpie afterwards? Yeah, did you write about, did you write about it? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And I was like, you used a Sharpie that you put up your ass again? <laughs> like, as a Sharpie? Did you write? Like, you know what I'm picturing. <laughs> did he have it in his butt and then try to oh, write, write, draw a picture with it, I don't think he's that much. Of, he didn't have that much of an artist's soul. Why a sharpie? Um, it was convenient. Mm, convenient. Cylindrical. Yeah, um, it was the right shape. It was smooth. Yeah. So it did not get stuck. They have a good I think grip he just on kind it. Kind of like, like okay, a little bit, and then kind of just. <laughs> like, what did you say? Hoi 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 hoi. Like hoi 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 hoi. So I recorded that. And it, it, it was just like magic. It was like lightning in a bottle. It was like, this is the most magical thing I've ever recorded. But I was like, because I ended up berating him about it. I was like. You didn't throw it out? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, well, why not? I can use it again as a maca. And I was like, 
you can sacrifice a Sharpie. They're yeah. inexpensive. <laughs> They're inexpensive. And I was like, and he's like, well, I, I cleaned it afterwards, which I think is a lie. <laughs> I did not call him on that. But I, in my head, I'm like, liar, no way. liar, liar. <laughs> you took it right out and then you put it back in the drawer. Put it wherever. Yeah. And then you gave it to your mother or something like that. <laughs> your mom. Right on with this Sharpie. <laughs> you know, like she, like he, he's a degenerate. And it's like, you did not take the time to clean the Sharpie. No way. No like, way. oh, I'm going to sanitize this. It's like, you, you're an idiot. No way. You're a dumb. I know exactly what you, you did. You were a dirty idiot. And you put it in your butt and then you put it back in the drawer or you gave it to somebody. And I was like, if someone gave me a Sharpie and they were like, by the way, that's been in my butt. I wouldn't care if you had clean or not. I would just throw it at you and be like, go fuck yourself. Our friendship's over. And he was like. Oh, no, you already did that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go do it again with the go, Sharpie. Yeah. The, Have a I'm, second I'm go fouled. at it, okay? And I'm, like, and I'm like, you do realize like ass particles get stuck in crevices. Like yes. That, that lid. The lid with all those little divots. and like it's, it's just, it's just, It needs to be thrown out. And I'm like, it's just been in the dirtiest place on the human body. And you're like, oh, no, it's good enough to use again. And plus, it's a Sharpie. Like, no one's that cheap. Like, no one's that yeah. cheap and stupid. And he was like listening to me. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And then he just eventually hung up after I gave him this lecture. About so you're like. So sometimes you'll just, like, you're not there to entertain these people, it sounds like. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes you'll just let you'll just let them have, yeah, yeah. you're entertaining yourself, I'm exactly. I'm entertaining myself, and I'm just going, like, <laughs> what's wrong? Like, because some people are so foul. Be real with me right now, yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? What is, yeah. What is wrong with you? Like, without getting into any childhood tragedies, like, why are you this way? Have you ever thought about it? And I'll ask people, I'll be like, have you ever thought about why you are this why way? Why you're like that? And there's sometimes to like no, and then I'm like I dig into their minds. Oh like, my god! I'm like an FBI profiler. And people stay on the phone with you when you're they doing do. that. They they're do. like they're there they for it because they want it. Because they <laughs> they're know where it's gonna go, or they think that, or they're like jerking off and thinking. Mm-hmm. Like they're like that's an interesting idea, and yeah. it's like it's like they're jerking off and thinking at the same time. <laughs> Which I feel I feel like I give them a service, <laughs> making know? them think. I make them think about themselves. <laughs> They need it. You turn that mirror right back around. I feel like an FBI profiler. Like sometimes, (laughs) and sometimes I'll pretend to be a therapist and stuff, and they'll be like, "Oh, you're a therapist, huh?" And it's like, because men don't get to go to therapy, so then they then they end up like talking to me about their stuff, and I'm like, you know, in my practice, I see an awful lot of this. Like I see an awful lot of this. Oh my god! I get so many people coming in with this happening in their marriage, and I try to counsel them through it. But the truth is, if you're with a cluster B personality type, it's gonna be a tough ride. <laughs> you have to be very creative to yeah, do this. It's, it's I always... like. I mean, I know you're a creative person, yeah. but like. It sounds like very creative type of work. It does. And because you don't want to get bored and you want to like also weave something interesting. Because if you just are like, hi, I'm just some bitch in somewhere who likes to fuck. Somewhere vague. I'm just a bunch of holes. Yeah. You know, it's like it's. Because you don't you don't want to have the same conversation. No. A thousand times. No, I don't. And, yeah. and those conversations like when a guy's just really horned up and he's just like ready to shoot and he's just like, oh, I just want to call you a bitch a bunch of times and like yeah. have you say you want to suck my dick and then he shoots and then he's done. Yeah. But it's like I've been on the phone before with people for like long periods of time. I've talked about everything. I've talked about everything from like like military strategy books because I like to read them. So oh, wow. Talk about like the art of war with somebody or like history or um you know, sometimes does philosophy. like does like um, sex not even come up? Sometimes, sometimes do no. some people just call to like some talk? Some people are just like like some people are just like 
they are single dads mm-hmm. and they take care of their kids mm-hmm. and they work. So they don't have time to date. Mm-hmm. And they don't have time to like have a conversation with a lady that's like just an interesting conversation about themselves and what they think about and their life. And, you know, they got to work and then they deal with the kids. Yeah. So it's like. So the easiest thing to do is call. Call like, a line. Because you can be on the phone and take care of your kids. And, the, you know, you can. Yeah, they're not be, doing it at inappropriate times. It's like yeah. after hours. It's yeah. later at night. And it's like. They, they don't have, have time to go out. They don't have time to form relationships and with it's people. Not, you know, that, I mean, they don't feel good <laughs> going on like Tinder or something like that because they're, you know, s- single dads. So it's like people take that into account that they have kids Mm. you know and they take care of their kids and they can't they just you know they care about their children and for whatever reason they don't have like a a good co-parent or they Mm -hmm. you know whatever so they you know are dedicated to that and they just need to talk to somebody every once in a while they just want to have a conversation with the lady it's like it's like when men are like caged up in prison when they see like (laughs) any lady they're just gone lady they're like oh my god she's the most beautiful thing in the world and it's like (laughs) it could be an 80 year old like nun and they're just like oh i want her so bad like (laughs) i want well she sucked my dick like I'm going to dream about her every night. Like, it's just, it's just, they just want to have some sort of like fun. Female interaction. You know, men are always like a little bit horny. Yeah, sure. They're always like, you know. Aren't we all? Yeah, it's true. It's true. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like men are, you know, they're always looking at ladies and always kind of being like, there. And if you haven't had any sort of connection for a long time, then it it can be lonely and and you're missing out on some part of your adulthood. Yeah. You know, and like, they're good people. They're good dads. But they need someone to talk to every once in a while. So, yeah, sometimes I'll have long conversations with people that are just about, like, everything, like music, anything food, but travel, yeah. a philosophy, um, chess. Like, chess. Talk about chess. Interesting. Yeah, we talk about all kinds of things. Oh. And, um, and yeah, sometimes it starts off sexual, and then we'll get on a topic, and then we'll and you'll just, just go on that topic. We'll just go on that topic. Rather than, yeah, this turned out to some, be something totally different than... Yeah, and, and usually they're not, like, mad about it. They're like, oh, this was really interesting. Yeah, you know? well, that's nice. Yeah, it is. It's nice. I mean, I've, I've had conversations with all kinds of awesome people. I mean, one of my favorite regulars is this guy named Lee, and he is... He's character. He used to write for this failed 90s sitcom. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> Like he told me what it is, and it's it's like just like terrible, sad. Um, and now he's like wants to get into the porno business. Um, and he is like he'll say things like I put this on my Instagram today, and I fired up my Instagram again because I keep getting kicked off for yeah. being too disgusting. Yeah, I um, do notice that every uh, once in a while. I'm like, I thought I followed Leah like yeah, a thousand times I got over. Thrown off, and I actually like I will I will write to Instagram and I'll be like, you're slut shaming me. Yeah, and then it always says like, sorry, we did not receive your because Instagram's just like not. Thing. There's like nobody there. There's nobody behind There's it. nobody there. It's just like it's like there is no man behind the curtain. Yeah. It's just this thing that we all have to like be a part of and, and they can throw us off. I'm yeah. always getting thrown off. Yeah, they're so, deleting and shadow banning everything at this point. Really? They won't oh yeah. They won't allow uh hashtag hashtag burlesque uh isn't hashtag women. What? Yeah, yeah. They won't Why is it so conservative? Because I've seen it's I've, insane. I mean you could post a picture of like you naked essentially. Yeah. You know. And that's fine. Yes. But then it's like if certain hashtags or words are used. Yeah, it's very interesting. Because like I felt like my last Instagram, you know, profile was, I mean, you used some dirty words, but I was like, but isn't this kind of an adult based site? Like, yeah. Isn't this like adults and like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
I don't I, I don't like Instagram because of that because yeah. I feel like there's this weird control thing going on and I oh, don't for sure. I don't know what it's about because it's like they always say it's community guidelines and it's like this isn't a community. No, yeah. This is people this showing is off everyone. Yeah, <laughs> everyone and that's fine. Off. That's totally fine because everyone's got something to promote and mm-hmm. that's why you're on there. You're on there to promote something typically. Yeah. yeah. And some people have nothing so they have nothing. Have nothing. But, have a shitty Instagram profile. Yeah. Um, no, I don't mean to cut you off, Leah. That's fine. Um, though I feel like we should be wrapping up. Sure. Uh, the person you were just starting to talk about, though, I feel like you just did an, a podcast episode. On Lee? Yeah. Did you? I haven't done one of No? Lee okay, yet. okay, no. okay. No, Lee is special. He is very special. He has a very unusual way of talking. Mm-hmm. He takes very long inhales of breath <laughs> between words and... <laughs> And I don't know if it's oh, like maybe an he has a thing a, yeah, or maybe he has but a thing. he he said on my Instagram I have him quoted and he said every gay person wants to be more gay. <laughs> maybe. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but that's wonderful. Like that's his like he'll talk about business and he'll be like, Let me tell you something. Every gay person just wants to be more gay. Hey, hey, this one's for free. Hey. Because <laughs> he wants to break into the gay porn market. Yes, he's okay, not yeah. gay. And he wants to oh. be like a kingpin. Okay. And he's like talked about how he filmed an underwater blowjob scene at someone's mansion. Great. Sometimes I don't know if he's lying or not. Yeah. How, how could you head, know? Yeah. You know, and it's like, it, but he's always like got something going. He's always got something going in the porno thing. Yeah. Because you, 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 because <laughs> I, I remember one story. We really should be wrapping up. But, yeah, yeah. I, but I remember this one story where this person just, uh, a story of yours, yeah. Um, where this person was just like, "Oh, always calling you in the middle of orgies." Yes, and you're and you got you. I was you're, very suspicious. You're suspicious of this, and then yeah. eventually, you were like, "They were, <gasps> were all blow up dolls." Are are you in a room full of dolls I said, or are mannequins? You in a room full of mannequins, and he says, "No, blow up dolls." <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> I was like. I thought that was a joke because they could be saying anything. Who, yeah, they, yeah, because I couldn't don't. hear anybody. Yeah, yeah. Like, if it's an orgy, I should be hearing things splattering on the walls <laughs> yeah. and like chairs din, being a general din on people's backs. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a good orgy. And there was nothing, nothing. And he was like, "I'm like, are you alone in a room full of mannequins?" Oh my god! And he's like, "No, sex dolls." Dolls. And they were. No, they were mannequins. I thought they were sex dolls. They were mannequins. Actually, mannequins. They were actually mannequins, just like standing there, like just like, hey. <laughs> And calling you. Oh, God. Yeah, he's like, Janelle's over there getting really plugged. And I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm like, it's like. This it's, is not, no. It's, it's, it's fantasy land. But you can hear about all this on yes, my so, podcast. Yes, please. So let's, uh, where can people find your podcast? They can find it right now on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Soon it will be on iTunes. I'm a little nervous about iTunes just because uh, the title will be the content. Sex operator i'm a phone sex operator and i know that some like dirtier podcasts have are getting shut down now yeah with, i've heard this so i'm gonna try gonna try i, I to want go. you to find me and 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 you can find me on instagram which is where i post all my stuff about all my podcasts mm-hmm. uh i am a phone sex operator it is on soundcloud completely i'll never censor it or anything like that i am a phone sex operator you yep. can hear it in all of its like utterly disgusting glory but it's, it's really so funny it's i love really this funny. my favorite thing about the, your podcast is the scoring <laughs> funny the you music really, you the like music it? behind your stories while you're reading them is so fucking funny oh you like that oh it's, it's like classical music yeah it's great it because... like reminds me like a <laughs> woodland fairy yes. like it's very it's serene and like and it's also it's so perfect free so i was perfect. like i was like when i had to come up with music i was like why don't i just take the best music that's ever been created in like the entire human race 
And I don't have to pay for it. I just love that you're talking about <laughs> the filthiest things yeah, with this classical like, music. It's and so and funny. And I try to get stuff I love that's it. like this, like the the one that's all about bestiality. Yes. It's all like it has a piece by Bach called like while sheep sleep like perfect. Like yeah, and there's also Carnival of the Animals and stuff like that. So it's always like linked. It's, it's always, always like haha. Thematic. It's always <laughs> a wink. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. That's disgusting. Do yeah. you want to tell people about where your blog? Is that as well? Um, I still have my blog. Yeah. But you know what? If if you just want, like, my, I basically converted my blog great. to a podcast. Okay, great. So let's listen to the podcast. Just listen then. to the podcast oh, for Christ's yes, sake. You know, you get on. all of it. You get all of it there. You get everything. <laughs> and you again are Leah Laronowitz. I'm Leah Laronowitz, which is a ridiculous name, but you can still <laughs> find me online. I'm on Instagram. So <laughs> I am a phone sex operator. If you just look that up on Instagram or SoundCloud or iTunes, yeah. you will be able to locate me. Fantastic. And for me, um, if you're listening to the Bedpost podcast on iTunes, please give a rating and review because that helps big time for all my business type stuff. Hot. Uh, hot yeah. Hot. If you're uh, watching us on YouTube, uh, if you could subscribe, same goes there. It just helps us out a lot to get yeah. more of this amazing content going yeah. for everyone. I uh, want to thank the Sonar Net- Network, which is the podcasting network I'm a part of. I want to give a big shout out to Steph Copeland, who does all the original music. Awesome. Music. She's amazing. She's amazing. Yeah, She's amazing. It, I have her album. Yes, and if you're uh, listening to it, like on a podcasting app or otherwise, uh, you'll be hearing her original music uh, on the podcast. Um, another big thank you to uh, the uh, all the folks here at the Pacific Junction, the folks at Eggplant Media, um, including our two technicians today. Uh, it was a foursome today. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm tired. Aren't we tired? Um, And thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. And thank you once again to Leo Laronowitz. Listen to our podcast. I'm a phone sex operator. Don't do it at work unless your boss is cool or you have your phone. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 